getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rocker Mike and Rob Presents show. Rob, I got a question for you. Mm. Are you ready to be divificated? Divificated. Divificated. You don't know what that is? I'm going to tell you. We have today the Queen Diva of Bourbon Street, the leader of the Beasts of Bourbon Band on Bourbon Street. Okay, we have... Miss Tracy Ann Jolie. Hello, Tracy. Hello. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Good to be here. Thank you for having me. So let me tell everybody how I met Tracy. Okay. Uh, as probably you know from the last few shows, I've been mentioning that me and my wife were down in New Orleans at the end of August. And uh, we one night we were walking from our hotel. We were staying over on Royal Street and walking towards Bourbon Street, one of the side streets right there. And uh, I hear this, this voice, this voice coming from one of the bars, bar called The Famous Door. And, um, you know, Bourbon Street is, 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 there's just endless amounts of live music up and down. Uh, you know, it could be anything from jazz to cover bands, rock bands, you know, whatever. And I hear this beautiful voice, soulful voice coming out of this bar. And I grab my wife. I'm like, who, who is this? And we just walk in. And I spent like the next four hours there and got totally lumped up. It's great. Okay. And Tracy was working the, working the floor. She had her tip bucket and everything was going around. And I said to her who I was and, you know, about the podcast. And I was from New York. And she said, well, guess what? I'm from the Bronx. And I went, figures. Okay. So here we have Tracy Angel Lee from the Bronx down in New Orleans doing her thing. And I said, got to have her on the show. And she agreed to come on. So there we are. This is like a month and a half in the making this show. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you got quite a history. Okay. Um, you were born in the Bronx and you started singing at a young age. Tell us about that. Uh, I started singing uh, when I was a kid. Um, we were always in talent shows and my family, This we have such a big family. We're Puerto Rican, so you know we have a big family. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. So we would always get together with the family for holidays or birthdays or whatever. And all the kids would always do talent shows because we could all sing and dance and we're funny and stuff like that. So um, my mom, I saw the movie A Star is Born with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christophus and was about maybe 11. Yeah. And I decided that's it. I want to be a star. So <laughs> my mom was the, you know, the the stage mom, <laughs> and uh, she put me in all kinds of talent shows and stuff like that, and um, and just took it from there. And then uh, went to school and was in, you know, after school programs where I sang and I danced and uh, ended up going to music and art high school. That was hard. Music and arts high school. You know that place, Rob? Yeah. Oh, I know music art. Mm -hmm. that's, just, that's not the same as the fame school, right? 
I, it, actually, it's a performing arts, which is the fame school. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So I went to music and art high school for the first year uh, for ninth grade. And uh, my parents decided to up and move to Puerto Rico. You were about 15 or so, right? 15 years old when we moved to Puerto Rico. Yeah. What and was that? It was it was weird because I didn't know Spanish. I mean, we we knew New York Spanish, but we didn't. Yeah, you, 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 were, you were New Yorican. You were New Yorican. Yeah, I'm New Yorican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she was speaking Spanglish. Right. Spanglish at that time. And then you find out how wrong you are until you actually move to Puerto Rico. <laughs> and they're speaking proper Spanish. Yeah, there you go. You don't know You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I got my career started in Puerto Rico. And you were in the San Juan area, right? I was in San Juan, yeah. Okay, and uh, where did you where did you perform? How'd you get the career going? I started uh, singing with the municipal band when I was in high school. Um, I went to a bilingual high school in um, in Puerto Rico, and uh, so I started singing with the municipal band. And then we used to tour around and do like politics and stuff like that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and by the way, I would sing fame. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else was Puerto Rican with no English and I'm Puerto Rican, you know, from New York. So I didn't know Spanish, but um, we traveled around and then there was an ad in the paper um, looking for a bilingual singer at the Hotel Holiday Inn in Condado, this, that's San Juan, Puerto Rico. And that was like one of the biggest hotels at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I was maybe 15, 16 years old. And um, so we answered the ad and we went to audition at the hotel. And it was a bunch of, you know, it was a group of older men. I was a young girl, uh, no, really no professional experience except for the municipal band touring with that. Um, and then, uh, so we auditioned and I was sick, but I, I sang I Will Survive and I sang a song by Irene Cara, which is uh, out here on my own. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so I sang, I did it, I'm like, okay, phew, we got that over with. Mommy says, let's go shopping. We're in San Juan, so we go shopping. Before we leave, I turn around and there's a line of women lining up to audition for this gig. And I'm just like, eh, you know, I was in school. It didn't really, didn't really phase me. I was like, it's okay, whatever, let's go shopping. <laughs> so at home about an hour, two hours later, and my brother tells my mom, mom, you have a call from uh, some guy that said you auditioned and he wants you to call him back. So we're like, we already know, we already went. No, 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 he just called you back. Okay, so my mom calls and out of all of those women, I got the job. Wow. <laughs> no professional experience whatsoever, except that I was a bilingual, you know? Wow. I had to learn how to play percussion, which was the tambourine, the uh, cowbell, and mm -hmm. the instrument. I don't know if you saw me play the instrument. It's like a tin can, it looks like. It's called the guido. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know the name of it, but yeah, okay. Yeah. It's called the guido. It's, it's called, called the guido. guido. Not guido, like Italian guido. Oh. Like <laughs> 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 with, with R's, two R's, guido. <laughs> guido, <Okay>. guido. <laughs> It took me a long time to play that because I didn't know how to play anything. <laughs> um, and I had to sing and play at the same time. So I ended up learning how to do that. I had to pay a guy 40 bucks a week out of my pay. Um, oh. 
to, to play the instruments for me because I couldn't figure it out. And then just one day I decided, you know what, give me that damn thing. I'm not, I'm not paying you $40 anymore. <laughs> and I learned how to play. And ever since then, I've been playing my little instruments. <laughs> All right. That's cool. That's cool. That's um, but you, you made a jump at some point from, from music to television. Yeah, uh, while I was singing, I met um, the actors from a soap opera that was very popular. It was called Coralito. It's a um, novella. It's a novella, yeah. yeah. And, um, so, I used to watch those. Yeah. Is Coralito like, like the cutters? Uh, right. Coralito is actually the little shell that you find in the ocean. Oh, Coralito. <laughs> okay. You know, Her name was Coralito. <laughs> she was like a beach girl. Yeah, <laughs> my Little, New York, like my Puerto Rican Spanglish is all lumped up. But so so I met the the actor, the, the the protagonist of the show, and he asked me if I wanted to be on the soap opera, and I'm like, oh my god, what? Absolutely! At that time, I was uh, recording two demos that were written for me. Uh, and uh, so I actually performed them on the show. Oh wow! You played you played yourself though on the show. Myself, yeah, singing my show my songs. That's amazing. That's amazing. They you know, you, you, they allowed you to even do that. That's great. You know, it was like a dream. So you were telling me there was in a Tera Domeda, a Terry, <laughs> Annie, Joseph, 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 whatever. <laughs> 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 you just you just you just butchered her name, man. I butchered every fucking name. Asian, <laughs> actually. Yeah, that's got the Creole version of the name. <laughs> that's funny. That's so funny. Tena Novena, man, that's impressive. You, you know, those things are huge. Like Mexicans love that shit. The, actually, the star of the show was the Mexican. Yeah, did you meet Walter Mercado? They used to love Walter Mercado before he became the person. That's true. Did, did you ever meet Eric Estrada? I never met Eric Estrada, but I met. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing, he was doing a novella not that long ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I never met Eric Estrada. Okay. Okay. I used to hang out with guys from Menudo, though. You know that. <laughs> Ricky Martin or the ones before? Which ones? Uh, I used to hang out with um, uh, Roy Rossellor. He's uh, actually, I think he's a preacher or something in like Brazil or something. Um, mm. I, I've hung out with Ricky Martin once or twice. Um, you know, just hang out with the guys. They were always in the same clubs that we were always in. And yeah, oh, yeah I'll, wow. tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you guys a little secret. I used to pretend I like Menudo to ask Puerto Rican girls out. <laughs> I, I I always knew the words to like two or three songs just so I can you know make conversation. You know, it's good. that's all I'm saying, man. All right, all right. Now you, let, let me control this interview, okay? We're, we're talking about uh, other stuff here. So you had two demo tapes um, that you mentioned. What, what were these about? They were love songs. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever record yeah. them? I recorded them and then um, I left. <laughs> and uh, Hugo, Hurricane Hugo came and destroyed everything that my mom had. So everything oh. that I recorded and everything was gone. Okay, so you came back to That's the so States. I remember the songs. <laughs> wow. wow. 
So you came back to the States. You come back to New York. Where'd you come to? When I came back to New York? I can, I know no, I, I'm, I'm saying, did you come back to New York then or? or? No, I moved from Puerto Rico to Florida, to Miami. Oh, nice. I, I only stayed there a few weeks and then I moved to Tampa. Oh, wow. Uh, and then I stayed there for uh, two years. Did you perform um, down there too? No, I was actually moonlighting because um, since I was such a rock star when I was growing up in Puerto Rico and we traveled so much and I thought I was invincible, I used to hang out all day on the beach and then work at night. Well, uh oh, sounds like sounds like diva quality starting right there. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. Well, I ended up losing my voice. Oh, really? In my voice. I had two uh, nodules on my vocal cords. Oh, and the doctor said, and I was in my high, like I was really taking off um, in my career at that time. I was 19. And um, before that, actually, I went to California. Oh, I did two demos at Motown. Um, and with Barry I, Gordy, with Barry Gordy, I went to the mansion hmm. in Bel Air. Ouch! Uh, wow. And uh, yeah, they interviewed me, and then I did two demos at Motown. But then, 19 years old, my mommy wasn't with me, who's my stage mom. Uh, and so I kind of panicked. Things started to get a little weird for me. <laughs> and mm. I, well, I'm going to go back home. And so I left. So I didn't stick around for that. Yeah. But that's that's understandable. Yeah. Given, you know, given, given the fame at such an early age, that kind of stuff happens. Right. And since I was alone, I wasn't with, you know, a, a producer or an agent or a manager or anything. Uh, it was a little scary. It stayed a little too long, longer than I expected to. Um, and so then I decided to just go back home. Ma, send for me. I need to come back home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I went back home to Puerto Rico and then that's when I lost my voice. And then I moved to Florida and I um, ended up moonlighting as a front desk clerk at the Hyatt Regency in Tampa <laughs> uh, because wow. I was bilingual. Uh, but also because since I used to sing at the Hyatt uh, Resort in uh, Puerto Rico, the general manager was close friends with the one in Tampa and got me an interview. And so I was able to um, work my way up to front desk, front desk clerk. And uh, then I ended up here. <laughs> in New Orleans. You know. So what, what, I, um, what year was that that you got into New Orleans? How long you been in now? This, I I arrived here in 1989, but I had met the man that owned a nightclub here, um, uh, like in '88, and mm -hmm. and he was there because the son was playing against Florida LSU against Florida State football. So I was at the front desk, and here comes this man walking back and forth in front of the desk. I was like, okay. And so he came up to the desk and I said, hi, are you checking in? And he says, no, but I'm checking you out. It's <laughs> <So laughs> a good line. 20 <laughs> 21. <laughs> and oh, I had a club in New Orleans and I said, I'm a singer, um, even though I was taking a break. And he says, well, um, um, why don't you come and audition? And I said, okay. But a year went by and I didn't do it. Uh, then following year i was off the weekend and they called the hotel looking for me the same man and said that the interview was open uh, the audition was open again and he wanted to send for me if i would like to try and by this 
time. I've had enough of being a front desk clerk. And so I ended up coming to New Orleans and I auditioned and I've been here for 33 years. I was 22 and now I'm 55 and I've been singing here ever since. That's man, great. You look way younger, man. Yeah, say, no way. No way. Not 55. No 55. way. I don't believe that. That's lying. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yep, I'm 55. <laughs> now, before we get into before we get into your time in New Orleans, um, I want to ask you, like, what you know, what what kind of music do you you know inspired you really to get into singing? What were you interested in? I love I love R and B. I love old. My parents used to wake us up by putting on Barry White. You know, <laughs> uh, remember 99X in New York? The, yep. the radio station. The radio station. Yep. WBLS, they used to call mm -hmm. WBLS, and I would wake up to all that amazing, you know, R&B stuff. Now, what about like, you know, old school Puerto Rican salsa stuff, you know, <laughs> like, what about that? <laughs> I actually sang on uh, Eddie Santiago's album. I have, I sang on two songs. Uh, his, I did back up on two songs, yeah, on Eddie Santiago's uh, album. Um, and my parents used to listen to salsa all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't particularly like it. <laughs> now, I'm 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 a fan of some of that stuff. Okay, yeah. and and I'm looking at you, and I know that they were looking for somebody to play La Lupe. Okay, you look like her a little bit. You could pull it off. Really? Well, you're prettier than her, but but yeah, I mean you you, you know you can pull that off. You got the same eyes. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah, and I like La Lupe. Anyway, I, I actually listen to La Lupe. I like La Lupe's music. I'm going to have to check her out. Um, Old school stuff from the 50s and 60s. Yeah. yeah my she played with Tito Puente yeah. and all that. Yeah. Right. Tito Puente, absolutely. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. So, my mom, Willie Colon. You remember Willie Colon? Willie Colon, my yeah. Willie Colon. She dated him when they were when she was a teenager. No wow. kidding. And she ended, up, she ended up marrying my dad, but I ended up singing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And her last name was Colong, so she would she would have never had to change her last name either. <laughs> Same name. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So um you go down to New Orleans, you where did you start singing? Because I think you started in the West Bank, right? Not Bourbon Street. Right. I started on the West Bank. Um, it was a place called, um, uh, what was it called? It was called uh, Celebrity Club. And, okay. um, and back, back when I arrived here in 89, the West Bank was like kicking for live music and, and clubs and stuff. So yeah. I came at the right time. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And just so people understand, like the West Bank area is on Lake Pontchartrain. Okay, it's not in the French Quarter. It's I guess west of it, right? Am I right? Yeah. Right. I think it actually, I think it's east. <laughs> we're with East. Wallet, so it says west. I'm backwards. You know? Okay. Okay. How far yeah. is that from Three Brothers Saloon? Three Brothers Saloon. It's like a 20 minute ride on the on the streetcar. 1989, you, you you moved to New Orleans, but you're playing on the West Bank. And yeah. um, in 2000, you make a shift over to Bourbon Street. Tell us about that. Yes. Um, well, I had an offer to go.
go to work on Bourbon Street, which I was avoiding for many years because it was so scary and dangerous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I ended up taking a chance. And yeah. um, I've been there ever since, 21 years. So, wow. Now, you've been at the famous store for 20 years or you bounced around? Uh, I actually started in 2000 at the famous door. Um, the owner that owns the famous door owns um, maybe five or six or seven of the clubs that are on the street. So they move us around, you know, um, yeah. and, and sometimes we get put into other bands without knowing, <laughs> um, uh, especially after Katrina, they kind of moved us around a lot because not everybody came back. Um, uh, so I've sung at basically all the clubs that have bands on, uh, on Bourbon Street, but my favorite place and the place that I started was at the famous store. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very cool place. Everybody should check it out. It's on Bourbon and, uh, Iberville, Bourbon. right? Bourbon what is it? Conti. Bur Bourbon yes. and Conti. Bourbon and Conti. Got it. Got it. Got it. Is it like uh, a bar restaurant? No, it's Where just a bar. Not no food, no food, just a restaurant. Oh, no, just a bar. I like those. Yeah. I like those. Yeah. You know. So the name of your band is the uh the Beasts of Bourbon. Yes. Okay. And you guys play like uh Fridays through Sundays, seven to midnight, right? Okay, Correct. that's cool. One thing I want to mention, and uh one thing I'm I know you're proud of is that you got into the West Bank Music Hall of Fame. Oh, nice. Yeah. In 2018. Yes. That must have been an honor for you, right? That was amazing. Absolutely an honor because I've worked, I've raised my children singing, you know, I missed a lot of stuff that I couldn't go to because I had to sleep and work the night that night, you know? Right, um, right. It just, it just makes it all worthwhile that all the performances, people were actually listening and paying attention. And um, I have a, a large following. So, um, when they asked me if, if I would be interested, I was like, absolutely. That's like winning the Grammys. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> <Definitely>. I told <laughs> my husband and my mom, who else do you know that's in the hall of fame? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody. That's great. But that means you had a name for yourself to be in that hall of fame. You know, you must be a legend in that area. So you must've been there a long time and doing really good music. Yeah, I was kind of lucky because I think being Puerto Rican, it's different also from the people from here. You know what I mean? It, it, and, it, it is. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently I'm hot. <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't hurt. So that got my foot in the door and I can actually sing. <laughs> and, and again, everybody... Uh, Everybody watching, I mean, come down to the famous door and check her out. I mean, I was blown away from a block away, okay, before I even walked in. I said, this girl's got a great voice. I got to go check it out. So where can people find you on social media? Are you active on, you know, is there a way to contact you? Yes, I'm on Facebook, uh, Tracy Angeli Edwards. Um, also, are on Facebook as well. And mm -hmm. my Queen Diva page. Tracy Angeli Edwards on Facebook on and Facebook. Instagram as well. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, cool. So we'll put those links up when we put the show up, and maybe you'll get some fan mail or something. You never know. 
So we got your social media and hopefully some people will contact you, say hi, whatever. And, you know, your Facebook page and all that. Everybody go down to the famous door Friday through Sundays, 7 p.m. to midnight down on Bourbon Street. So I just want to thank you for coming on, Tracy. You've been fantastic. And I wish you all the luck in the world. No problem. We wish you all the luck in the world. And when I come down to New Orleans, I'll definitely visit you. Okay. You better. I will. <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much. Thank you, guys. All right. And what do we say at the end of every show, Rob? What do we say at the we end of every show? We don't get, we get drunk. We get lumped We get lumped up. up. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Take care, people. Thank you. I'm getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob Rossi. Well, I'm lumped up, but I'm okay. It's gonna get lumped up anyway. You better call back the posse. Just getting lumped up with Rocker Mike and Rob.